Welcome to the Red X Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Red X Podcast. I am so glad that you're here. My name is Haley Johnson. I will be the host today. We have a wonderful, wonderful returning guest with us, Joe Rosen. Welcome, Joe. How are you? Doing so well. I'm so glad that you're back. You got the best smile I've ever seen. And I've, you know, I've known you for years now, but I just, I have to compliment you because you don't see great smiles like that as, as often as you'd like. Joe. Oh, you're the best. Thanks so much. Yeah, absolutely. Not a lot of guests get on the podcast and then compliment my smile. So I I love this. (laughs) That's right. Bring it on, (laughs) right? Well, Joe, um, you've been on the podcast a few times, but if we have any new listeners who don't know who you are, will you just give us a little bit of an introduction before we get into the topic today? Absolutely. And I want to start by telling you, my voice is out. Uh, (laughs) I've had this now for about three, four weeks. Can't get rid of it. But I want to bring it up because... A lot of realtors listening to this will find any excuse to watch Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care if I'm sick. I don't care if I'm tired. I don't care if my voice is out. I don't care if I broke my toe. It doesn't matter. I'm going to get into my business. I'm going to do the minimum standards every single day, right? So do I have minimum standards? Absolutely. And I'm going to do them. One of them is I got to show up for Haley because she's a good friend and I told her I would. <laughs> so you've got to show up, right? So do it. Thanks, Jim. Um, Yeah, absolutely. So a little bit about me. Um, I'm from Minnesota. I lived there till I was 27 years old. Sold real estate for six years at a wonderful brokerage called Edina Realty. I'm still really good friends with the broker there. And, uh, but I was partying hard, too hard, man. I was, I was partying harder than a 27 year old should be. So I knew that, thank God I had awareness and the army was looking pretty dang attractive to me because I knew it would straighten me out. It did. Uh, I was in the army for uh, 10 and a half years and uh, just pulled so many wonderful things away from the army. I don't know that I would promote that as a pitch on how to improve your real estate business, but I will (laughs) say if you've been in the army, you pull away so many great skills that you don't even know you have because of the daily, you know, habits that you create there. And uh, so anyway, I ended my career in Washington state, came to the other side of the country down here in Florida, didn't know a soul and started my business here when I landed Because of what I did to set up my business, I had 31 scheduled appointments, which really kind of started my business, right? And again, that's not knowing anybody. So if you're saying, hey, I'm new to an area, this is tough, BS, you can absolutely do this, right? There's a way to do it. Um, And now I've been down here for four and a half years, Uh, started at Keller, now I'm at EXP, and we've got a team of, I think, seven or eight folks. We've got a uh, transaction coordinator, and uh, we got a director of operations, and uh, we're making massive amounts of Red X calls and other calls. And uh, I think we've got a little over 50 in our organization. So we're rocking it, baby. I'm having a fun time. Awesome. Yeah, this is why we love bringing Joe on because he has great systems and strategies in place that actually work. He's doing it day in and day out. Um, and so sometimes when we talk about when we talk to people who aren't so much into the business anymore, you kind of lose that like what's going on right now and what we're doing right now that works. So I'm excited to to chat today. 
for anyone that is tuning in, of course, I just want to say that you can subscribe to our podcasts um, wherever you like to listen to our podcasts, or you can go to redx.com slash podcast and get emails every time we have a new episode. But anyway, we don't need to talk about that anymore. I want to get into our topic because we're talking about the top five things you need to do during the holiday season to set up 2024, right? Yeah. So I love this topic. It's very timely. We're in November. We're getting into the holidays. I think a lot of agents maybe slow down during this time of year, right? They're they're settling into the holidays and things like that. Mm. But um, I'd love to talk about what we can do now so that we're successful in 2024. So let's begin. Yeah. I love this topic because it's now, right? In yeah. two months, that's not going to be the topic anymore. So guys, if you are listening, this is right now. Also, down here in Florida, it's a little bit different, but you're up in Utah. It's a little cooler. Minnesota, where I'm from, a little cooler. If you're in an area where it's a little bit cooler in the winter, you're going to see a major difference between your winter sales and your spring through fall sales, right? It's a major difference. In Florida, not quite the difference. Hmm. So I made my year every single year when I was in Minnesota in November, December, January, February, March 1st. I remember having a board up on my wall and it was the calendar in March 1st was like circled and starred and red and yellow. And it probably had glitter on it. Who knows what I did with it? Because March 1st for me was the first day I could mentally see as not winter. I'm calling that spring. And so March 1st was the day I started calling anybody in my CRM that had a tag of not ready to sell until this spring, right? It was a monster day for me. I really looked forward to it. But that day was not special. It was not big if I hadn't put in the work in the off season, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm a big sports fan, a big football fan. You can see a lot of these studs coming out of college. They get the big money. They get the big check. They don't put in a lot of work in the off season. And then they show up, they're 20, 30 pounds overweight. They're a little bit slower and they'll get there. But it takes them four or five weeks, right? Then you got another guy who went all in and he was probably pick number 72. He was average. Nobody had big expectations for him. He shows up and he is a stud. Why? Because he put in all that time and effort in the weight room, on the track with the drills and the video, room, everything to set up for the season, right? Same in real estate. If you're setting up for the season, Number one, you're going to fill that CRM with warm leads, all right? The quickest, easiest, cheapest, most affordable way to do it is Red X. And I know I'm on a Red X channel, so it sounds like a pitch, but I'm telling you, (laughs) it's the best, right? And if you don't like Red X, there's other systems, but my God, find a system and fill your CRM. It's a funnel, okay? Mm -hmm. So the top of the funnel is the weakest lead that you've got. It's you running into, let's say it's a cold caller, a door knock or whatever it is. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Joe Rosen. Maybe you get hung up on a lot. doesn't matter, right? That's the top of the funnel. Your conversion rate is very low. If you're starting top of the funnel leads in March, you're behind, right? Right. We want a monster 2024. So what you're going to do is plow as many bobs into that funnel in November, December, January, and February Mm -hmm. so that your spring is absolutely monstrous. Bob has fallen down, right? Maybe you had 20,000 calls and now you've got it down to 2,000 warm leads that you would not have had had you not done that. Now in March, you can focus on those 2,000 leads instead of those 20,000 cold leads. That is monstrous. Mm -hmm. I'm going to share something else with you guys just to brag a little bit about how impressive My business looks, but really it looks this impressive because of Red X, right? I was sitting at a table at a major event uh, a couple of weeks ago 
And I was sitting across from a phenomenal broker, phenomenal broker. She's been in this area for years. She grew up in this area. She knows everybody. She knows way more people than I know. And uh, we sat down at this table together. And one of the questions that got asked, and then we go around the table and answer the question, is how many leads do you have in your CRM? And the point of asking the question was to show agents who didn't have a CRM that you're way behind agents who do, right? Mm. This gal said she had 3,500 leads in her CRM. <clears throat> I felt embarrassed because when it came around to me, they were like, okay, how many leads do you have? And I was like, 48,000. <laughs> and they're like, what? Speak up. And I'm like, 48,000. Like, I can't hear you. And I'm like, I got 48,000. And they're like, what? How could you possibly have 48,000 leads in your CRM? That doesn't even make sense. And I said, probably 40,000 of them are through Red X. We just get in the habit as a team of every week, every day, we're downloading loading new geo leads and we're pumping them into our CRM and we're calling them. And they're either good leads, again, going from top of the funnel to the middle of the funnel, or they're not good leads. And now we're doing all the automated things that we do with them to keep them going. And we'll talk about one of those things here shortly. But over time, I'm not going a lot of time. I've only been down here for four years. Yeah. Over time, do 48,000 leads. That's This is a 240,000 person city. That means I've got 20% of our city's population in my CRM. That's mm. ridiculous. We've got their emails, their phone numbers, their names, their addresses, how many square feet is their house, like all this data. And I'm telling you right now, you, you guys probably know it. If you don't, I'm going to tell you, data is what sells, mm. right? Data is what sells. So you got to get data, man. If you're, if you're going to be 60, 65 years old and you, you think you're going to sell your business to somebody, you either better own a brick building or you better have a ton of data and a CRM to sell, <laughs> right? So that's number one. <clears throat> number two. I love constant contact, but you've got to find a way, a method, a vehicle to get a weekly email out to everybody that you're working with. And mm -hmm. I'll tell you, I stole that idea from the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Ricky Carruth, a uh, good friend of mine and one of the sharpest people. You know what makes Ricky so amazing is he doesn't get complex with anything. Everything he does is super simple. Very simple. Every, yeah. Yes. Everything he does is something that literally somebody who's been in the business for three to six months can do. Mm -hmm. Right. So if, 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 if Ricky Carruth has said it, it's simple, just do it, just do it. And so I have set up my, um, constant contact weekly email. The first one maybe takes two, three hours to create, but then each subsequent email takes me about 11 or 12 minutes, right? goes mm -hmm. on every single Wednesday. And now if you're one of those, okay, let's say I got 48,000, I got maybe two, 300 that are warm, right? Let's say 300. That means I got 47,700 that are not warm. Yeah. Okay. So what am I going to do with those automations? Constant contacts. One of them. It's an easy, quick way to invest 11 or 12 minutes every single week. And now I'm getting in front of almost 48,000 people. It's amazing. Right? So get that set up, get it set up. By I love if I can just interject real quick. I love how, I mean, we're talking about how simple this is, right? I mean, it's, it's writing an email just to stay top of mind with these people that's and that's it. I mean, what do you include in that email? Do you just include like market updates or what do you put in am, that? Am I able to screen share? Yeah. Give me one second here. I'm going to literally show you. And I'll say this too. Um, I think I, I'll, I'll tell you my, uh, my staff does this, but I think I'm able to share my, um, 
template with you guys. So if you look at this and you're like, oh, I don't want to put the two, three hours in that he said, I just want to get this done. Crap. I'm not going to be able to share it with you. I apologize. Um, but anyway, if you want my template, just reach out to me, right? Find a Florida house at gmail.com. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, send me a message. And I will happily tell constant contact that you want my template. And now you don't have to spend the two, three hours. You can take the parts you love and keep them. The parts you don't love, get rid of them. And now maybe it'll take you half an hour to 45 minutes. Right. Um, but in there I've got basic stats. I've got all my YouTube videos. I've got uh, a main article and I make a big graphic and then I double up, right? I take that graphic that I use in my email and I also put it on Facebook and do a write-up, right? So now I get two pieces of content with one piece of effort. Um, I've got my contact info plastered all over the place and then it's button heavy linked to my website. Want to see homes in Port St. Lucie for sale? Click here. Want to see homes in Fort Pierce that have already sold? Click here. Want to see oceanfront, waterfront, million dollar plus? It's all button heavy. So the way that constant contact is set up, let's say Haley's on my list and Haley's been getting my email for six years. Nothing happens, right? All of a sudden I get analytics that says Haley went in and she looked at homes that have sold in Stewart, Florida between six and $700,000. She clicked that seven times. And then I look up Haley's address and she lives in Stewart and her Zillow's estimate is 623. What do I think Haley's thinking? She's thinking about selling, right? Mm. So now I'm going to randomly call Haley and be like, Haley, what's going on? I haven't talked to you forever, man. How's life? How's your, your family? How's the weather? How's whatever? And then Haley's going to say, Joe, it's funny you called. I've been thinking about selling my house in Stewart, and I just Amazing. don't know what it's worth. And I'm going to say, what are the odds of that? <laughs> i tell you what, let's do lunch and uh, we can talk about it, right? Now I've got an appointment out of just learning my analytics and sending that weekly email. So incredibly helpful, right? So get that set up now. Um, Amazing. Number three, this is super simple. And honestly, forget about business. Yes, it'll help your business, but it helps your mind. I love to do this in the mornings. And the easiest time to do it is November and December because of the holidays. So what I'll do is I'll literally go through my phone. I'll do one right now. I think I've done this before. Okay, here's a great one right here. Um, <clears throat> this is a gal who her daughter has, she, she was 17 years old and she had a car detailing company. So she's detailed my car and she was in the military and I'm in the military. So we connected that way and she sold a house with me and then she bought a house with me and she invited me to her wedding. It was absolutely beautiful. And she's just become such a good friend. So while I'm doing my morning walk, there's nothing else I can do. It's 5.30. Nobody wants to talk to me at 5.30 a.m. So what do I do? I literally go through my feed. I find someone like Susan, and this is what I'll say. <clears throat> Susan, happy Tuesday. How are you? Hey, I just want to send you a message. I'm actually on a podcast right now, and I'm talking about building really good relationships with your clientele, uh, your friends on Facebook, whatever it is. And so you were the first person to pop up on my feed, and I thought, what a perfect person because I just love you. I adore you. I think you're hilarious. Um, I've just loved watching your journey. I know I've told you that before. And uh, I thought what a perfect person to send a nice message to. So just wanted to send you a nice message. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving next week. And uh, I'll see you around. Take care. That's it, right? What That's is like that? two seconds. <laughs> yeah, well, it literally took 34. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that will build your business. So if I got to give you an analytic, I'll say 25, send 25 of those every single morning. 
good luck not selling houses doing that, right? Mm -hmm. And it's easy. I just go through my feed, find somebody. Now, let's say I didn't know Susan that well because I got friends on there. I don't know who the hell they are. Yeah. If I see their daughter just graduated, it's easy to say, Bob, I just saw a photo of your daughter graduating. I can't believe how big she is. It's such an exciting thing as a father to see that. Just want to tell you congratulations, man. You got to feel proud. Have an awesome week, brother. That's it. And if you do that, yes, it's going to help your business, but it's going to help this. And it's helping this for me at 530 in the morning. So now when I show up to my 7-Eleven show, when I show up to my sales meeting, when I show up to my prospecting, dude, I'm already fired up. I'm already filled with gratitude and appreciation. My mind is in the place it needs to be in to have great, in-depth, engaging conversations. So when people are thinking, how do I not sound like I'm reading a script and salesy? Dude, my freaking living, like live it, man. Like go out there and actually be like appreciative of things. Actually tell people how much you love them. And it's impossible not to get in that mindset. So again, if you want an analytic, do 25 of those a day. And you've got Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah. Perfect uh, time. you got a million reasons, right? Mm. So that's number three. Number four, writing Christmas cards by hand is incredibly powerful. Yeah. Right? And people don't have to be religious to appreciate a Christmas card. They're just going to appreciate that you thought about them and send them a Christmas card. Get a blue ink pen so they know it's by hand. I'm telling you the by hand is what makes people feel super special, right? Mm -hmm. And just write a simple message. Haley, haven't seen you in a long time, man. I hope you have the best Christmas of your life. I'm thinking of you, right? And then I put that in a little envelope and boom. Now, if you wait until December 23rd, that is going to be a chore and a half, (laughs) Right. But if I do the math, today is Thursday. If I do the math between now and December 25th and you do 10 a day, you can get 400 of those suckers done and you're just doing 10 a day. Now it's not a big task, right? It's Mm -hmm. very easy to manage. So get those out, do 10 a day, and then you can send them closer to Christmas and it doesn't feel like a big task. I promise you from those 400, you're going to get Facebook DMs. You're going to get texts. You're going to get cards back. You're going to get phone calls and you are going to get three, four, five appointments. Promise you. <laughs> so that's the fourth thing that you can do over the holiday season to build up next year. That will get yes. you listings in January and February, right? Last thing, number five. Think about Magellan or Christopher Columbus or whatever. And they're on a boat and they don't know where the hell they're going. And I don't even know if they have maps back then, man. I don't know what they had. <laughs> I, I don't even know how I showed homes before GPS came out. I know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I do remember we had we had these maps. And if Haley wanted to go look at six homes, I would literally find them on the map. I'd plot them out. And then I would draw where to I had so many maps because I could only use like one or two. Uh, and then I had to throw them away. But <laughs> if I got out into the woods and there was construction, our days yeah. Time to go home. No right. rerouting. There's no, no. So man, GPS has made it easy. But anyway, for those guys to find where they needed to be, they were way more efficient, way more successful if they had a map, if they had some sort of looking glass, if they had a first mate who was watching for them, right? So what's the equivalent to that for us? The equivalent is two things. Number one, create your goals, right? Have a goals creation session. So 
the Rosen group does it every November. I think ours is on November 30th. If I remember correctly, we all come over to my house. It's three hours and it's, it's the same thing every single year. Right. And every time I get a new agent coming on, we pull up that exact same, I made it in Canva, that exact same thing. And we just, we work the numbers backwards. What is it? We track 13 different numbers. Okay. Now I'm going to share, I'm going to bore the crap out of you, but I'm going to share them. Right. Guys. Numbers are important. I love this. Amen, sister. (laughs) Guys, pause this video, grab a pad of paper, grab a pen and write these down. All right. If you ever watch Shark Tank, Shark Tank, those guys are millionaires and billionaires. They will tell guys all the time, you got a phenomenal uh, uh, sales pitch. You got a great service. You got a great thing to sell, whatever your thing is, but you don't know your numbers. So I'm not comfortable working with you. Or you'll hear the opposite. Your product is good. I like it. It's, you know, it's nothing amazing or special, but holy crap. Do you know your business? Do you know your numbers inside out? You know, your ratios, we're grilling you up here and you're just spitting them out. They want to work with that person. Well, those guys know a heck of a lot. So if they like working with people who know their numbers, we should probably know our numbers, right? That's the way I thought about it. So I know my numbers inside out. What are the 13 numbers? How many dials are you making? Now, Maybe you're not making dials. Maybe you're knocking on doors. Maybe you're holding open houses, whatever it is. So for a a door knock, a knock is a dial, right? Uh, For an open house, I don't call anything unless somebody comes in. Um, At a networking group, I got to get a business card or have a conversation. That's a dial. Then the second number is how many conversations am I having? All you've got to have in a conversation is, hey, Haley. Hey, this is Joe Rosen. I'm a local realtor in Port St. Lucie. Joe, go screw yourself. Click. That's a conversation. All right. I told them I was Joe Rosen. I told them I was in real estate and I know they heard me. For me, that's good. It doesn't now listen. You can change the definition of what a conversation is. It doesn't matter. You can make it more challenging, easier. It doesn't matter as long as you're consistent. Why? Because later we're going to want to look at ratios and that's going to tell us where your strengths and weaknesses are. So the definition isn't as important as keeping the same definition over time for tracking purposes. Mm -hmm. So dials, conversations, and now everything splits into twos. Okay. How many buyer appointments and seller appointments do we have set? How many buyer appointments and seller appointments do we have that actually showed up? You met them, right? And then how many listings do you get where it's actually on the MLS? How many buyer offers do you submit? How many buyers under contract? How many listings under contract? We got three more. How many seller sales? How many buyer sales? And then how much did you make in commission? Those are our 13 numbers, right? Mm -hmm. So now maybe Haley's making a ton of dials and she's getting a ton of conversations. I know 13.2% is how many conversations we average. So if you're getting 20 or 30, I know you're probably not circle prospecting and you're only calling your sphere which is great if you're selling, but if your dial numbers are really low, I know you got to grow a pair. Like, dude, get on the dialer. Let's make some calls, baby. Right. But now I know that if your number is 6%, I know you're probably calling an area filled with 20 and 30 year olds who screen their calls. (laughs) And we got to quit calling in those areas. Let's go to an area filled with 50, 60 year olds, right? Now your, your call numbers are going to increase, but I can see all that. If I track all this, if I don't track it, I don't know it. Right. Right. So you've got the goals set out. How many of each one of those 13 things are you going to do? How much income do I want to make? How many dials do I want to make? How many listings do I want to have all that stuff? If you need help, reach out, I'll help you. Right. But create it. It doesn't matter if you're wrong. If you're thinking, well, I I don't know, good ratios. Who cares? 
Just do it so it's on paper, all right? The second part of this is what's going to help you, and that's creating a tracking system by December 31st. Mm. So now at the end of every single day, like back in the old days, right, I'm 41. I remember my first job at the Pine Loft in Princeton, Minnesota. When I got done washing dishes, you had to grab your time card and then hit the button, right? Do they even have those anymore? I don't think they have those. <laughs> no. Do you know what that is? Mm. Oh, my gosh. How old am I? <laughs> So it was an actual square clock. Even in 1988, it looked like it was from 1910. And you would stick this card in and hit a button and it would stamp the time on. So then they knew when you started and they knew when you stopped, right? So I told my guys, you don't have a time card. Instead, you're going to go to their CSU, their CTE. There's a bunch of different groups you can use. If you don't want to pay money, do grab an Excel spreadsheet, punch in some, some uh, equations and do it that way but you've got to track those 13 numbers. Now create minimum standards for yourselves. We have goals, which are things we want to achieve and they are monstrous and scary. And oh my God, I don't know if I can hit them. And then we got standards. And those are things we do not deviate from. You do not go to bed until your standards are done. Those are musts, right? We've got both. So you need to know what your goals and standards are so that every day you know what your expectations are. It's funny how when you work at Walmart or Target or Microsoft, you know exactly what's expected of you and you get it done. Why? Because you have a boss and if you don't, you'll get fired. You know right. that. <clears throat> but in real estate, you don't have, well, you do. The boss is you, right? But the boss is usually pretty lenient. <laughs> so with a lot of folks, they let themselves go to happy hour early. They let themselves go to the beach. Quit doing that. I'm not saying don't go to happy hour, don't go to the beach, but get your minimum standards done and then go do it. Just like if you worked mm -hmm. at Walmart, Target, or Microsoft, right? You got to get your job done. Then you can go have fun. Same thing here. So if you get those five things done between now and December 31st, I promise you, you will have a bigger 2024 than you did a 2023. Amazing. I like this too, because it's not dependent on the market or how it's going or low inventory or not. You know, it's, something that you control because you can't control what goes on no. out in the market. Right. And this is something you can do every single day and it ensures success. It doesn't matter what else happens or like every outside factor could happen and you can't control that, but you exactly. can do this every single day and you will reach your goals. Right. Yes. And, and I always say you make your own economy, number one. Mm. And number two, if you're really busy two years ago, I don't know that I was doing two hours of prospecting a day two years ago. I couldn't. I was right. in listing appointments. I was in showing appointments. I was at closings. Um, so I couldn't do the prospecting, right? Well, that's the story I'm telling myself. You guys can call me on that. Uh, <laughs> but if I talk to an agent today and they're like, I'm dead, what should I be doing? Dude, you should be prospecting. That's what yeah. you should be doing, right? If you are busy with appointments, then you've got a great excuse not to prospect. Appointments are the only excuse. If you don't have appointments because you're dead, awesome. Now I can fill that CRM with more people, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe you got to do six hours to get an appointment, whereas before you need to do two hours. Okay, cool. But before you were filled with appointments, it was hard to get the two hours. Now it's easy because you're not busy according to you, right? So it really doesn't matter what the market does. If the market is dead, you're prospecting more and you're still getting the appointments. If the, if the market is hot, okay, then it's a little bit easier, not appointments more, but the market should not dictate your success. 
your efforts and your prospecting are what dictates your success. I love that. I love that because you are in control of your success. That's what's so yeah. great about real estate, right? Like yes. you can be successful if you put in the effort. And I, I see so many people like on Facebook groups and stuff and they're like, I don't have any listings. What should I do? And I think it's, it's obvious, right? You just need to get back on the phone. You need to lead generate. You need to find those people. And I love that you say, um, in the holiday season to get ready for like March, your busy season and stuff. Because I mean, January 1st is the biggest day for expired listings. More homes expire on January 1st than any other day. And so if you're following what Joe is saying to get ready for spring and all that stuff and to fill your CRM, like get expireds, get FISBOs, get geo leads and start prospecting now so that you don't have to worry about where your next listing is coming from. Right. Dude, guys have fun with this, right? Like make a party out of it. If Haley's telling you that January 1st is the biggest day for expireds, call it National Expireds Day, yeah. right? Go buy a t-shirt for $18 that says <laughs> the expireds king and just have a party, even if it's with yourself, right? But make it fun. Go out there and get it. I'll tell you, in our uh, team, we got a Facebook DM thread mm -hmm. and I tell them, guys, we've got a fire and our team fire is this big. It's It's itty bitty every single morning. And the only way that that fire grows is if you pour fuel on it. And the way to pour fuel on it is to get into our DM thread and brag about how much ass you're kicking. Am I allowed to say kicking ass on here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is how much ass you're kicking, right? <laughs> so I don't care if you make dials, brag about it. You got an appointment, brag about it. You got a closing, brag about it and post your check. Let's see that check, mm -hmm. right? Really show us some energy, right? If you pick your nose right, post it. I don't care what you do, post it. Cause I want fuel being poured on that fire. So if we've got somebody at home who's watching Netflix being lazy, they're going to open up and say 96 missed messages. What? Oh my gosh, this guy's got three appointments. This guy. So we did it. I mean, we do it every day, but like today we're talking about this person. They're doing something in two months. I'm excited. I already said a thing. So I'm going to call him back in six weeks. Hey, this person's up in New Hampshire. I already found a New Hampshire agent. We referred them up there. I got the referral agreement sent out and they're going to buy once they sell. Hey, boom, 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 boom. We got a brand new agent. She set, sent me a private message and said, this is a lot of action. This feels awesome. We could have done all that action, but without seeing that you're not going to yeah. feel it. So why do I say all this? Guys, surround yourself with people who have fire in their bellies. Maybe you need to have a little party and have four, five, six agent friends. They don't have to be with the same brokerage. Just have them over and get on the phones. And every time you do something, ding a bell or whatever you got to do, right? But just have fun with it, man. This is your business. Have a blast with it and create an awesome culture. I love that. I love that mindset. I love how much, how powerful it is to surround yourself with people that want to succeed. And I totally agree with that. Even no matter what business you're in, having people around you that also want to crush it is just absolutely game changing. Yeah. Um, so I love that. We're, we're out of time here. I, I, I feel like that went by really, really fast. I've loved hearing all of your wisdom and these five things to do that agents can do right now to be successful in 2024. I think everybody that is listening to this, I hope you took notes. If not, you need to go back and watch that again. Make sure that you actually do these things because I think it's so easy right. to just move on and be like, oh, okay, well, sending a weekly email, like that's really simple, but it won't do anything like crazy, right? It's but that's not true. If you actually implement these things, you will see the benefit, the results, everything yeah, like that. So exactly. Joe, 
Thank you so much for coming on again and sharing your expertise with us. Do you have any final last words that you can leave with our audience today? No, I would just say if, if you're struggling right now, it really comes down to a simple equation. And this is it. I don't care what team you go to, what brokerage you go to, what coach you hire. This is the equation for success in real estate. The amount of prospects you get into, right, get in front of, multiplied by your skill level equals your success. So with prospects, you have to prospect more. There's no way around it, right? Now, maybe you can include some some automations and all that stuff, but you got to prospect. And when it comes to the skills, you've got to go to training. You got to watch these Red X videos. You got to do role play. You got to do whatever. And if you're thinking, well, I don't know what to watch. I don't know. Dude, you are the CEO. This is a business you own. Quit saying, I don't know how. You can literally get a law degree watching YouTube. Go figure it out, right? Tony Robbins, here's what I'll end with. Tony Robbins says, it's not time that's your greatest resource. It's not money that's your greatest resource. It's resourcefulness that's your greatest resource. Figure it the hell out. Amen. Amen, sister. Let's go. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much, Joe. I wanted to make sure um, you shared your email earlier, but is there anywhere else that people can find you to connect with you? Uh, you can go to the Rosen group on Facebook. We got a business page there. You can find my personal page. I'm capped out. Sorry, but you can send me a message and I'll happily help you. Or, um, we've got the Joe Rosen show on Instagram. You can DM me there and I'm always going to reach back out to you and help you in any way I can. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joe. Thanks everybody for tuning into this podcast, whether you showed up live or you're listening to this after um, on podcast platforms. Thanks so much for coming and listening and wanting to better your business. We love having you. We do want to give you a little sneak peek next week. We're going to have our podcast about our Cyber Monday sale. So Thursday it's Thanksgiving, so we won't have our normally scheduled podcast, but we will on Friday, Black Friday. You can tune in to see what our Cyber Monday sale is this year. It is the biggest sale we've ever had. So get excited about that. Um, but thank you everybody for watching. We will see everybody next week. Bye.